three, two, one. We'll have like intro music playing. I think you should keep three, two, one. Keep three, two, one. I think we should start from where Keith just said right. <laughs> <laughs> do outtakes. Oh, I, I, I actually got Wait, rid of it. I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, oh, <laughs> no, no, I'm, oh, we're just gonna let it record straight from there, and then and everything else then we get we, right. we got. Can we started. Yeah. We're starting. We're in oh. business. I guess, like I said, we could have intro music or something playing, and then uh, three, two, one. All right, y'all. What's going on, people? It's the Perfect Talk Podcast with your man DJ Playboy, Miss Perfect Touch, mm-hmm. and your boy Keith in the building. What's going on, y'all? Yeah, happy to be here. First, first one, getting it done. What's good, Keith? Feeling good, feeling great, feeling great, feeling good. How are you? Ready to get this thing going? <laughs> I'm chilling, man. Shout out to everybody out there listening to us. Make sure you check us out on Twitter, Perfect Talk Pod, also Perfect Talk Radio on Instagram. Make sure you follow us. Keep up with everything that we got going on. Um, shout out to everybody out there. Y'all like Beyonce? Y'all Beyonce fans? The Beehive. <laughs> do, y'all, yeah. do y'all like personally though? Y'all like Beyonce's music? Yeah. <laughs> watch it, watch it now. The, hive, the hive's listening. She's good. She's talented as hell. She could dance her ass off, sing. She could literally do everything. Um, I mean, the lyrics. I'm not a huge fan of, but I think that's just because I can't make a connection to it. I think she's, with all that said, she's one of the most talented out there. Probably one of the most talented ever. I, I, I like Beyonce. I think I was more into her earlier stuff though. That uh, what is it? Uh, obviously, Destiny's Child was good, but. When she first went solo, that Crazy in Love album, yeah. uh, that was dope. Deja Vu was a little, uh, but I, th- <laughs> I think she bounced back. You know what I mean? She did. She I, and she is an icon nowadays. I, I don't know if she's ever gonna. Uh, yeah, I think I think she might be up there with uh with Prince and, and, and Mike when it's all said and done. She she has the the. But it's not done. It's not exactly. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like LeBron still yeah, playing. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. you know what I mean? But we got to see where it goes. Um, how you feel about Anish? I mean, personally, I like Beyonce. You know, she she's one of those women that are just like you don't hear when you do hear about her, it's not like constantly like uh like she did this and Drama. she was real malicious towards somebody else and you know, you don't hear it. the the worst thing I probably say you heard was about the whole uh you know, um in the elevator and she ain't even swim. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like you know, <laughs> Didn't she have I, this could just be rumor, didn't she have um dream when she made Dream Girls, didn't she have a little song with Jennifer Hudson? Or was that more Jennifer Hudson not feeling I, the attention Beyonce she, was getting? Some things will just never I think Beyonce has mm. the power to make things disappear too. Cause I don't I don't even know I didn't I didn't really know too much about that situation. But things, things, yeah, people stop talking about yeah, it after a while. Yeah, it's just like, all right, like, let's, let's erase that from B's Hey, history. look at these Grammys right here. <laughs> yeah, like. <laughs> I, well, I asked that because today's episode, shout out to the Beehive, is all Beyonce. We got a couple things to talk about. She is, she's big in the news right now. You can't look left or right without seeing Beyonce. Beyonce and Trump popping right now in the news. So we're going to focus strictly on Beyonce. And I think first things first is she's pregnant. She's having twins, right? Yeah. Right. Not uh, a one of them, but a two of them. <laughs> she, she announced that recently. Um, in in a weird type of way, though. She she released it in, in the form of a photo, I believe. Uh, it was... Maybe Keith could describe it a little bit better. You know what the photo looked like, Keith? Uh, I mean, because you know me. You know how I follow Beyonce. So, uh. <laughs> no, no, no. We don't know how you... <laughs> Should um, we know, so Keith? So, about, about two weeks ago... Well, today is... What's today's date? Today's the 7th. Uh... 19th. 19th. Today, so today's the 19th of February. So about two weeks ago, Beyonce uh, released the, I guess, announced her pregnancy on Instagram. Here she's wearing a, a green veil, I guess a sea foam, covering her face and half her body, and she's holding a pregnant stomach. You got the picture up? Yeah, I got the picture up. Let me see if I can see that. Yeah, come around, see that. 
She pretty much has it in the caption. Yeah. You know, I'm pregnant. About to add add our add to our family by two. So, I mean, me personally, not that I hate uh, social media or announce certain things on social media, but I don't know. You After, saw that now. Uh, did you feel that was distasteful in some type of way? Or? Not distasteful, but I always wonder what, what Jay Z felt like. What you know, mm-hmm. he's a discreet fella, so. I was wondering if you know if he had it his way, would he make a, his announcement in such a way, or would he tell like his closest people, or with a better picture maybe? Or oh, right. <laughs> it's a nice picture. I mean, I have a particular fondness for floral arrangements. If you see that flower wall behind her, because <laughs> my fiance, she's a my I fiance he, does his floral art. So. I thought you were going uh, different direction, but I have certain appreciation for pregnant chicks. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I search query on the internet site. <laughs> it ain't that advanced yet. Certain fetishes, right? Okay, it, it, it ain't that involved. <laughs> but um, so so you think like that the way that she expressed the uh, pregnancy or announced it, I should say, um, might be something that a, a private person like Jay Z might not be too keen upon, just because he might have wanted to do an interview yeah. for him. You think maybe or oh tell, hell no to an interview, but just, just tell general, his closest friends. Yeah, and I mean. Your kid is something kind of personal, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think it depends on your your taste, but f- my taste, I tend to like to keep personal stuff personal, you know what yeah, I'm saying? I'm not, yeah, yeah. Most I, I'm not totally shut off, but for instance, uh, my fiance thought I was crazy because I wanted a password for the part of our wedding site that tells like where the wedding is and mm-hmm. what time it is and the venue and all that stuff. Yeah. She's like, why do we need a password? Was somebody going to sneak in? I'm like, you never know. I just don't want, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you don't even want to leave that option for somebody to think about even trying to do that but <clears throat> i will say with the whole with hove i believe if it was up to hove hove probably would we wouldn't have known about the babies until they were probably like two or three <laughs> or some shit like, 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 oh, like yo she baby. <laughs> baby got a w2 like damn you got two of them like i don't know you know but i mean um it's just interesting, though, what people do put on Facebook and all that other extra stuff. But, you know, to each his own. Yeah, definitely to each his own. Like for At first, I used to hate on people who put a lot of stuff on social media, put they, their personal life, pictures of their family and pictures of everything they're doing, pictures of what they have for lunch at work and all this stuff. But um, but I see I see what it is. I, I can see how, how that's fun. It's not me, but I have fun looking at them. I won't lie to you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So. Um, I could definitely see what it is. It's just, just that me. I guess it's me being a cranky old man. I, I used to actually, my generation, I live half my life writing letters and the other half doing Facebook stuff or, or AIM or whatever. Um, so sometimes I, I, I want to hold on to some of that, I guess, tradition of not going going online and see what somebody's doing, but hitting them up and be like, yo, what's good? What yeah, you been up to and stuff like that? Yeah. You know it's it's also could be where we're from in a, in a sense where uh, – when you went to the, the, the outlets or you went to the, the mall or something, you didn't want all your neighbors seeing what bags you were coming in <laughs> <laughs> with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you got Kim Kardashian out here. She's just showing all the jewelry off on, on Facebook, Instagram, uh, and then they get ran up on, you know what I mean? So it's, it's a certain level of privacy and protection that you got to put on yourself, and I think people lose that. And some people are just born into this Facebook, yeah. uh, social media life that they don't know the risk. So when something happens to them, they're like, they're like oh, how yeah. do I move on yeah, from this? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like trying to keep up with the Joneses, too. That's just... I mean, my mom used to always talk about that too, you know, and I never forget when I was moving out of somewhere and 
my mom was like, okay, make sure you you do it kind of at night. I don't want people seeing what you got. Da 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 da. And then you know, I have some people that'll be like, you know, when they move it into a new spot, yo, new spot, <laughs> taking pictures, new of TV. <laughs> back door the, entrance, just put the couch down. <laughs> You know what's funny is that I used to move around, especially when I was when I so I went to school out in Long Island. When I went back to Brooklyn, I used to move around like I was moving key kilos and shit like that. Cause I'll roll back to the crib. I have my whole shit blasting, blasting my Nelly or whatever I'm playing at the time. <laughs> All wait, the wait, 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 wait. But what then? What, as soon as Splash I hit my corner, Nelly, I turn my shit. Well, yeah, well, you we can't let what? you get away with what Come you on, just said. It was 2015. Also, right, so. right. <laughs> That's the funny part about it. <laughs> no, I'm talking about back in the day. In 2006, you know what I'm saying? I have my whole mixtape. That I downloaded off of Kazaa. <laughs> and my shit downloaded off of Ari's and shit. Yeah. And I'll turn my volume down as soon as I hit the corner because guys it's just something about I don't know. I think just had PTSD from growing up with growing up from where we grew up from. Like Jukes and Yeah, yeah Jukes and you don't want nobody seeing what you got. Exactly, you don't want to appear like you're doing well in, in life at all. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't you give my teeth before total I total opposite message. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, man, because you will you will become a victim really quick. Um, and it's also I, I was like that with vacations. You know, how people be like on the plane, like mm-hmm. just landed. Like, yeah. nah, come on, man, you gonna get somebody gonna run in your crib. Like, you gotta be careful with that type of stuff that you put out there. Um, back to the Beyonce thing with the pregnancy, though. Like, when I was having a kid, uh, my kid's mom she had to teach me all the social media rules on on how you announce it. You know, what I mean, you wait this certain amount of time and. This is how you make it known and blah, blah, blah. Because I would have just been out there really new. <laughs> the social media rules? Yeah, well, because I'm not a big social media person, so you might have just seen me with a kid one day, like, just pop it. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no, no pregnancy pictures. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, um, so, and I'm not, I'm like that myself. I don't like putting too much information out there because you do, people could use that against you. And then, yeah. you know what I mean? You're like, how, how do they know this about me? Because you gave all that information, fam. Yeah, like, you told them. Yeah. Do you ever have that one friend that's just like, puts everything up there? And then they come and vent to you like, y'all don't know how she know, you know what I'm saying, all in my business. I'm like, exactly. yo, but your, but your business is, you just updated two minutes ago that you was, you Single, Yo, And then when it, the people like that love the sad stuff. People love to spread misery on social media. That's why I had to fall back from it a little bit. It's like, yo, I, I'd rather someone faking the front end, showing me the highlight reel, then you wanting to t- every day you got something sad going on, fam. Like, yo, talk to yeah. somebody. Like, yeah. <laughs> tell somebody else. Like, I don't, I don't need to like look at my feed, and that's the first thing I see. But that's, I think there's a certain addictive nature to that. Like, people mi- misery likes company, and like, yo, nah, I'm, definitely, yeah. I'm gonna spread yeah. this. <laughs> like, I'm not, I ain't dealing with this by myself. Like, um, like, like me and Keith know somebody that that put a lot of wild stuff when he was going through a, a situation online, <laughs> and it was just like, I'm, I'm looking at it like, damn, like, fam. I'm not cool with him like that, but I would if I was his friend, I'd have been like, yo, fall back. Like, you know what I mean? Cause you're putting a lot of information out there that one could be used against you in a court of law, but two, uh, got you looking kinda wild, you know what I mean? And I but I and I knew the emotions he was going through because I went through it myself. And it was just like you gotta not hit send. You gotta <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean but the the cool thing about the I mean the cool thing about the situation is that we know him, but we're not friends with him, so it makes for good comedy. <laughs> so he would just say some wild stuff on the internet about his whole family situation. Group Real chat. wild stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll be on there commenting like, yeah, dog, just trying to amp him up because I don't want him coming to him, his senses and stop posting. The entertainment would stop. <laughs> like, yo, dog, you're crazy out there, kid. I'm like, yo, it's us against the world, son. Keep posting. <laughs> <laughs> 
But back to, like I said, Beyonce. So she announces pregnancy. Um, I think a lot of people are nervous, too, because she's headlining Coachella. And they're like, yo, I just paid like $300, $400 for these tickets. What's what's really good with the performance? But I think she confirmed she is going yeah, to perform. She's still eating, though. Oh, yeah, no, no she doubt. she still man. get like a yeah. meal, right? She will sit down there with a guitar and a, like a stool. <laughs> <laughs> and it'll be the Beyonce acoustic uh, <laughs> concert no. over. They, they will that still will love butter. her. <laughs> you know what I mean? Still yeah, love her. Because Beyonce's a different thing. Because when Lauren Hill did it, people, she lost her career. <laughs> she lost, she but, lost everyone. But man. when you buy a Beyonce ticket, aren't you paying for the 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 pomp and circumstance of the, the show the the non-stop dancing the you know her hair might get caught in a fan but she's gonna keep it moving like <laughs> like that's that's you what you want when you pay for that i, I think yeah, yeah. Yeah. well yeah you're paying for b and i think she's <coughs> such she's such a master at entertainment that she she won't have to move an inch and she'll do her thing so i would still pay for a pregnant beyonce concert i mean yeah. i wouldn't expect a dancer but i'm pretty I, I would feel confident that i'm gonna see a good show yeah yeah uh, I, I would i would be like damn you know what this doesn't happen, you know what I mean, often. So I'm about to go to this show where Beyonce's there. There's she got her two little ones inside. This <laughs> this means the concert could probably be that much bigger and better. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, She's yeah. bringing in mm-hmm. other featured acts and whatnot. So I mean, I'd be kind of gassed up to go. Let them kids get famous. You know, yeah. what I mean, it'd be the picture. Your mommy was performing <laughs> with you. <laughs> Low key, your water might break. Shit, change the game. Like. Yo, that would be a game changer. That's what I'm saying. Beyonce like, joint just. She going to labor right on stage. And it's kind of funny now because Blue Ivy, like, I mean, I don't keep up with Blue Ivy. I don't know, but I can recognize her in a picture right away. Like, you show yeah. me how I'm like, all right, that's Jay-Z, Beyonce, face mash together. Like, you, <laughs> you see it in two seconds. Like, so she she could become her own icon and and, and these twins could become their own icons in, in a sense uh, just because of who their, their parents are. You know what I mean? Oh, they will. You know what makes me nervous with that, though? Like, Jay-Z, Jay-Z is a drug dealer. He sold a lot of drugs. He... I don't know if you, as a drug dealer, think about the consequences of it. You're more so focused on the business aspect of it. For instance, if you sold alcohol or you sold Coca-Cola, you're not really worried about people who are alcoholics or people who have diabetes from your product. But I find it ironic now that he kind of has the concerns of he's so rich, it's it's likely that his kids could fall into the heroin epidemic, yeah. the the opioid epidemic, just because of the people that they're going to be around and the access they have to those drugs. Like, Dr. Dre's uh, son overdosed, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Got, yeah. I didn't even know. Yeah, so you know what I mean? Like, you, you, you reach a certain level of fame that that becomes your concern, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, and, and that's... Ironic, because you, you were a drug dealer, you know what I mean? And, and it's just something to think about. I was, I was thinking about it the other day, and it just made me, made me think, because how, how famous is too famous? You know what I mean? How, how rich is too rich? How That's like, because that's going to be a concern either way. You know what I mean? You live in the hood. You live in the suburbs. You're going to have to worry about your kids getting caught up in that in that lifestyle. But that's like a whole nother level of just, <laughs> they're just so paid as kids. Like, it's, it's so hard to imagine, man. Yeah. I mean, then you get those kids, too, who who have been, so sheltered from the outside world that you know what I mean. Now since they were so rich and, and chilling and everything, those kids want to be in the hood. They want to be mean? exactly. They want to be. Yeah, they talk about all that. I, I mean, you know, not to completely steer us right, but you know, prime example too, how they were even talking about um with Chris Brown, you know, and, and Soldier Boy and all. Like, come on. Well, well explain. What do you mean? What, what were well, they saying? Well, I mean, with having Chris Brown. How he was just like this cool R and B kid, so you know everything was cool. But then all of a sudden he just drugs and the whole thing that happened. He kind of you know spiraled down. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I, I heard that Chris Brown was 
like that from day one. And like via, he's from Virginia, right? Yeah. Yeah, I heard that they had to like tame that out of him. Like he was all like the kid that always got in the fights what? on the basketball court. Yeah. See, I heard opposite. Uh, yeah, like he really? was. A, I, that's what I heard. I don't know well, how I mean, true yeah, it is. We, yeah. We, yeah, we, everyone can make up a, a story. But when when it was because remember he had the Rihanna thing, then he beat up a fan or something in the mall or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and but that's that's what the <laughs> stories were coming. Point. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine, man, you a wild boy, and they say, "Yo, man, you gotta go out and sing this song named Yo." <laughs> Now hear me out, Christopher. So (laughs) the concept of the video is that you you ain't going to talk to this girl, but yo, I just want to run up and say, yo, just come over here and date me. Be like, nah, you got to dance. I don't think he was a thug, no. I think he was just like the kid with the temper, like the kid that was like, yo, they try to herb you. Like he's bugging out. You know what I'm saying? Like I think he got on the basketball court. Someone's talking a little bit too much. Like he's that kid. You know what I mean? Not afraid to throw the punch first. That is fascinating. Well, you know, it's funny. It's like um, some of those bad boy R&B acts from back in the day. Some of them dudes is wild. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, I heard Loon was a wild boy. I thought he was just like a wave cat. Remember Loon? Bad boy? Loon? Yeah, Loon. Yeah. (laughs) He's a wild boy. I heard Black Rob was a wild boy. He looked like a wild boy. Yeah, Black Rob looked like a wild boy. Yeah, I about to say. Black Rob, I ain't messing with him. How was Loon while was drug? He was a drug dealer or what? I don't know. I just heard he... Guns and drug dealers to ran, yeah. whatever that. I mean, I'm not from the, that street life. I was just from around the street life. I tried to avoid it. I, I was able to see it. Yeah, I was adjacent to the street life. It's <laughs> <laughs> like I do podcasts. I ain't out here rapping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Word, man. man. But um, yeah, the, the, yeah, the, the Beyonce thing. Um, I mean, that's why I just tend to be be more discreet. I mean, I don't. I don't want a certain type of fame, I guess. I guess that's what it is, you know what I'm saying? That social media sometimes can, can get out of control what kind of fame you can get as an average person. Something I see also are, are the, the addictive uh, nature people have to likes. You know what I mean? Like, I know people out there that they need those likes. They If they don't get the likes, their day is shot. You know what oh, I'm yeah. saying? Like, because they, they were hyped when they posted that picture. <laughs> like, and you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I think it's kind of corny. And it, it, what is it like? What does that mean? What does it take for someone to put a heart on your, you know what I mean, or, or your picture or something like that? <laughs> too easy. Yeah. Why would you let that even define your day or, you know what I mean, how you want things to go? Like, you, I don't know. I, I try not to let it. But I was caught up in that at some point, you know what I mean? Like, back when I was uh, making making a ton of mixtapes, I was like, yo, if that post mm-hmm. didn't get a certain amount of likes or something like that, people might not be feeling for it. validation. When, yeah. But it's, it's sometimes not even related. You know how I many people look at a girl's picture and be like, oh, shorty's cute. I'm not putting my like on there because <laughs> I'm not sure who's going to look at this look and at see it. see that make me look like a thirst trap. But, I, you know what I mean? People are looking at it. You can't validate it on that. There's so many different factors. Yo, there was a, um, dang, there's a Netflix series, right? That they, they're taking different situations and making them futuristic. And one of the ones that they had did, I got to find it for y'all. Damn. It's a series? Yeah, it's a series on Netflix. And, um... Shout out to Keith. He's just straight on it. Um, <laughs> but pretty much they were talking about likes and it, and people were walking around and you get rated, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it's like uh, up to five stars. And this girl, she just, in order to get an apartment, she had to have 4.2, you know what uh, I mean? Like, okay. it was like real intense. Is that Black Mirror? Yes, Black That's what Mirror. I was actually, I thought, oh, but as soon as you said it, I was man. thinking <laughs> Yo, and I'm just, I, I just watched it and I'm like, man, this girl, she just... It's crazy how how real it is. I mean, can you imagine living in a world like that where like your credit was based on how many likes, you know, how likable you are, mm-hmm. your your job position, your role, all dependent upon that. You couldn't get a car, you can't get a house. You can't your credit like it was it was intense and I mean, if you think about it, that's really 
That's how people are, though. You know, they don't feel comfortable in the car that they're in. You know, they don't feel comfortable in that house because of this amount of likes and da-da-da-da, you know. And I see sometimes, you know, we can all be out. I know you guys have experienced that you can be out with people, and they're so busy. I mean, this is, you guys, we just hit on this. They're so busy posting that they're not really into the moment. They don't you know what I'm saying? So it's like, lot, yo, yeah. I try to really stay away from my phone, but then it's, it's crucial too, just because we do do things that involve the media to, sh- to, to really show like, yo, we, we have to have that content, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Just to, cause people trying to keep up with us, but at the same time, it's like, damn dog, I'm just really trying to live in the moment. Like yeah. I just want to have a good time. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, Black Marriage, I gotta check that out. I got I have not seen an episode of that, but you're like the fifth person that told me about yeah. that and I want to check it out. But yeah. something that you, you brought up, a YouTube video I was watching the other day, it was, uh... It was like these models. They were showing up places, but they were showing up at a, at a certain place, and the dude wanted to record them as they were showing up. And like five of them were like, "Yo, can I Snapchat first? You know what I mean? Like, can I do this first? Like, it was just weird. I, I don't know. It's like that's the culture where you just walked into a place. You you didn't even experience the place. Now you want to share the experience of the place, and that's <laughs> like how much are you really experiencing it yourself? You know what I mean? You know how dope is that moment when you feel like you need to take a picture of it? Like, are you really enjoying the moment? Or are you going to enjoy? The fact that people seen you enjoy the moment, quote unquote, you know what I mean? So we get caught up in that. And I think it's it's like Nisha just said, imagine a world where people are living where your credit score and the car you drive is determined on likes. Some of them Instagram models are living that life because like that's they in their mind, if they don't keep getting these likes for the booty pictures they, they taking, how are they gonna pay that car payment? How are they gonna, you know what I mean, maintain that? And even if those likes don't equal in the dollars, in their mind it does. Because that's yeah. the opportunity. Someone's gonna call them for a picture shoot or something like that. So Yo, that joint be killing me. Everybody has booking info. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, like, come on. <laughs> what are we doing here? Well, people making money off of social media. I can't I can't knock that. Gotta um, love that part. Yeah, yeah. making money. Money, yeah. anything is, is yeah. Um, but then people, you know, if you work at Verizon and you, you know, you just want a bunch of likes, <laughs> that's different. You know what I'm saying? Like that, you know, it, it doesn't matter as much. So I don't know. Well, well, you know what that makes me think of. Remember a couple months ago in the summer, we had that picture went viral. A couple pictures of the teacher that had the really attractive body. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was <laughs> a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of people uh-huh. <laughs> had issue with the picture she was taking, um, or maybe we had issue with the way that she looked. My issue was, why are you taking selfies in a classroom? You know what I mean? Like, if that was my kid's classroom, I might be, like, taking a selfie elsewhere. But uh, other than that, I had, no, I had no issues with what she was doing. It, she was – there was a thirst trap fantasy teacher sexy element going on, because why are you taking selfies in a, in a miniskirt in a, in a classroom? Was a selfie? Uh, it it might have been someone saying might have been a photographer, which makes it worse. Oh, the fact the so. out here spreading fake news. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, she could have had a time on her camera. You never know. But whatever the case may be, she was taking some some pictures, and I don't know if it was because she had a hot body, because her clothes wasn't necessarily inappropriate, but it was just so like there's something inappropriate about this picture, and people find the thing with that. I don't know if she lost a job or not. I didn't care that much about the story to keep up with it. Uh, mm-hmm. But the fact that she could have lost a job, the fact that people made an issue of it, the fact that it went viral is you can let social media really mess you up in a sense like that. You know what I mean? And, and mess up your financials. I mean, it, it jobs. <laughs> that's that. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> that's that picture. <laughs> What's her name? Does it say her name? So we could just tell our listeners. Patrice Tracy Brown. No, that's not her. Bo- oh, pa- Patrice Brown. Patrice. But what's so, what's so bad about Monroe? it? I don't know. I don't, I don't. What's so bad about it? Yeah. Um, I think the backlash that she got was from a lot of uh, people that did not like the way that her body looked. <laughs> it's it's uh, she's curvaceous. Yeah, um, 
I think in, in some sense it brought up people's um, insecurities. Yeah, yeah, people weren't ready for that jelly. I think Beyonce would say. <laughs> <laughs> she she yeah she had a really nice body and she was uh, I, I if she did not have that body and I think she took the same picture I think it'd be less of a backlash. You know what I mean? And something came off inappropriate about that. Like I said, my my issue was it was more so that. She's doing it on a carpet with letters on it <laughs> and a chalkboard behind her. But <laughs> Yo, beyond that, like wait, I, I can't complain. Why? Why they call her Teacher Bay? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you ain't hear about this one happen? Nah. Well, yeah, it's, it's, you ain't missed nothing except for them pictures. But <laughs> other than that, like, ain't nothing. Like, it's, it was nice, but it, it shows you how the internet people will just find something to backlash. You know what I mean? And and I kind of fall on both sides of this. Like, you know what I mean? I wouldn't mind that being my teacher. I don't necessarily. Want a teacher taking pictures in the classroom, but you know it's teachers own. Yeah, man, some some people. I mean, and we live in a world where we have to have something to talk about. Like we have to be, we have to oppose something. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I mean, we all do have our own opinions, but goddamn, some shit. You just let it breathe. You see that too with the uh, shout to the Bayhive, Beehive. I don't know how you pronounce it. Beehive. Right? <laughs> they gonna beehive. come after you just pronouncing them. Uh... Yeah, my fault, my fault. But like, but they they get into stuff with people sometimes, and it makes me think. Like, cause I was asking y'all if y'all fans of Beyonce uh, at the beginning of the uh, podcast, because is it reached a point now where people are just fans of her, or necessarily fans of her music? So meaning. If she puts out another album that may not be as dope as the last one, is there going to be a fall off of support? Or, or is it just like, yo, I'm rocking with her, whatever yeah, you put out? It's the cult, man. I mean, I personally, I just feel like she's worked so hard to build that up that it doesn't matter what she does. I mean, she could do whatever she wants. There, Beyonce is always current. Mm-hmm. She's. I think she'll always be current just because of how strong they are. I get, I, I, I get nervous about that as a DJ because she makes music. She's famous for making. She made movies too, like Goldfinger. Let's let's not disrespect uh, Austin Powers. And all. <laughs> Gold member. Gold member. Is that what it was? Yeah. I'm like, yo, in my head, I'm like Goldfinger. Yeah. That, that was one of the original James. Was Goldfinger. that the James Bond one? Okay, but she was Foxy Cleopatra. I knew but that. She was Foxy Cleopatra. Whole lot of women. Whole lot of. But um, you know, I mean, she acts too. But she's famous for music. You know, what I mean, and I think you kind of. I, I I prefer my musicians to want to keep up to date with their music, which I think Beyonce does as a performer. She's not she's not slacking off at all. I just don't like it, whereas, uh, for instance, I didn't necessarily like J. Cole's last album. I liked a couple songs on there, but I wasn't the biggest fan of it. I don't think it's a bad album. It's just not my favorite, and, and if you were to have me put all of J. Cole's projects on a, a wall, I don't think it's my favorite or, or my second favorite. Um, so, and he kind of, like, goes down a little notch for me, you know what I mean? I don't I don't think, you know what I mean, he, he still is a rhymer. It's just, it's like, yo, I, I might, I like so, I like your songs. I don't necessarily like your projects, you know what I'm saying? I like mm. your, uh, I like certain, I won't say your singles, because I don't think he really puts out too many singles, but I like, I like this track, I like that track, I like that track. I don't necessarily like the whole project. I like you as an artist, cause I know if it came down to a, a battling contest, you probably could go song for song with somebody else, but it's like, give me that project, give me that, you know what I mean? Like, Big Sean gives me that project. Yeah. He could he could hop on somebody's song, give you that verse, but I more so like his projects, you know what I mean? Because I think he's putting more into that, uh, and that brings him up a notch for, as as an artist for me. Whereas uh, I had to get away from who you were dating, from what car you were driving, what kind of house you had, what kind of jewelry you had, because I think we get caught up in the WWF of uh, musicians and and artists and things like that. And it's right. it's not, I, I'll stick to the music. I rather like I rather you get in trouble, Chris Brown, R. Kelly, something like that. Come back with some music. Show me that. That shows me strength yeah. in your music uh, more so than anything. You, you know what I mean? So I get it. 
I see where you're coming from, but that's that's where we're at right now with the social media climate. Like you can't you can't just take the music anymore. Separate the you two, know what right? I mean? It, it's it's all together. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's worked for some artists. You know what I'm saying? Like it works. Mm-hmm. Beyonce. I mean, you can't. And I mean, even her as an artist. She's married to another, another artist. artist who's like <laughs> a mobile. Yeah. yeah, I mean, so you can't really. Um, unfortunately, you can't really separate the two. I understand what you're what you're saying because think about back in the day, like even when you was bumping that Nelly album. I'm pretty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure though. You, back then, yo, you check with the yeah, people. you know what I'm saying. But I'm pretty sure if you were really into Nelly at that time, if there was a chance for you to see what else he does inside of that. Like, you know what I mean? You would be like, yo. Yeah, it's funny because just as I was saying that, I was thinking what's happening now with people looking into artists' lives and not just their music, it's not that different. Because think about when you got your CD case, mm-hmm. you crack that book open, you crack the um, the CD yep. case book open, yep. see if they got pictures with their homies. homies mm-hmm. yep. that, I mean, that, sometimes that was out? the best part. Exactly, who they shouting out. You go right to the acknowledgements part uh-huh. and all that. And um, I think now uh, with social media, it's just that we see it hour to hour, minute to minute. Mm-hmm. Whereas back then, you know, well, back then was just maybe 15 years ago. Yeah. You had to wait for an album to come out or you had to wait for People Magazine or Double XL to or put somewhere. something yep. out. And even back 30, 40 years ago when Cats is idolizing these drummers and these guitarists and rocking with them until they're old, for years these guys don't put out new music, but their fan base is with them. They don't yeah. care. Like, that's my dog. He came from England. He was struggling, whatever. Yeah, you can't... So, uh, pretty much now you can't turn it off like you, you said minute off, to minute yeah. like no matter where we go i mean we look at our phones a lot constantly but even if you go on tv um tv is trying to keep up with internet mm-hmm. you know and what i'm saying can. with breaking mm-hmm. stories and whatnot and da 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 i mean it's just we can't turn away from the artist as a whole and i believe there are certain artists such as j cole who go silent for a while mm-hmm. And, you know, you only see him pop up at rallies or things that are important to him. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, okay, wow, all right. He just comes out with this music and da-da-da-da. Like, you know, we just venture off and they go left. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out how I'm bringing all this all back around. But no, no, I, I get what you're saying because uh, I won't say this guy pioneered it, but I think he has a, he did a really good job of capitalizing on it. Jay-Z, uh, look at his two movies, Backstage and Fade to Black. Uh, yeah. it, so they brought you... Fade to Black was more the studio. Backstage was the tour. Yeah. He brought you into that life where you wouldn't have got to see it other than what you heard on the radio, what you read in that CD book, what you've seen in the music video. So he's smart about doing that because that, he knew that the consumer had a desire for that, had a hunger for that, and he was going to capitalize on it. Uh, real quick, cause since we bring, keep bringing up Nelly, how y'all feel about the social media debate of Nelly versus Drake? I think the debate was who was the highest at their peak, which I don't really know if Drake reached his peak, but was was. I guess the debate would be, was Nelly at his peak popping like Drake is right now? Before we even dive in, I just think Nelly doesn't get as much respect as he Nelly should. Nelly joints. Yeah, <laughs> Nelly has, that's what I'm saying. Joints. I don't think people really mm. understand. I mean, those of you who are listening and who are like, Nelly, they talking about Nelly to Drake. I mean, Drake is now, Nelly was then. And Nelly, what, actually, when was the last um, single? He just had a single that came out. That went kind of That Marvin Gaye with Jam- yeah. Jam- uh, Jeremiah, right? Yeah. Uh, I know you're talking about uh, it had the Marvin Gaye sample on it, but yeah. Like, nothing, he had a crossover good. joint. But um, so you say your joint again? What was the question? Is uh, I think the debate was Nelly at his peak if he's seeing where Drake is right now. Um, and also, I, I guess the element of it is Drake is not from this country. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean? The fact that he came from another country and is popping right now yeah. over here, uh, I think has something to do with it. Because Nelly was big. 
Nelly was Nelly, if I'm not mistaken, this could be internet rumor, double check this, but I believe Nelly got caught with a tour bus full of a lot of drugs <laughs> and walked away from that like like pretty scot free. So it, Nelly is Nelly was big in these streets. Like he's, he's sucker for cornrows and manicured toes. <laughs> Line don't even really make sense if you really think about it. But <laughs> you know what I mean. He, he has some joints. Bro. <laughs> Yo, but I would say this. Uh, in my opinion, Drake is about as big or a bit bigger than Nelly was at the time. But I think what would be necessary to do would be to compare how each of them compared to their peers. Um, at the time, so Nelly was huge in hip hop at the time. Drake is huge in hip hop now, but I mean, it's just a, such a different landscape nowadays. Mm-hmm. Drake is, this dude Drake has look at his connections to the Toronto Raptors. Exactly, I mean, it's that's big, it's bigger than yeah. I mean, it's because he had access. If Nelly had that kind of access, I think he would be doing something similar. So I think it's kind of a, a, an unfair argument. Wasn't Nelly like a minority owner for a basketball team or something? But I think that was after he got hot. You know? uh, is I mean, that after, after the speed. fall off? Yeah. yeah. yeah which is, I mean, which is a, a big deal. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? Yeah. They were smart with his money, obviously. Yeah. Um, Nelly, I, I did the test the other day when I first heard this debate. I think Nelly, uh, just off the top of my head, I was able to name more Nelly songs than Drake songs that were just like meaningful mm-hmm. to me. But if I was sitting in front of my Serato and you asked me to go track for track, I think I'm going to be there longer with the Drake. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sitting there. It's just off of memory. Like, it was EI. You know what I mean? It was uh, Hot in Her. It was uh, whatever. You know what I mean? It, was, it wasn't hard for me to come up with a, with a bunch of them. Whereas for Drake, I'm like, uh, fancy? Like, you know what I mean? Like, Because there's so yeah. many, though. I think yeah, you can't exactly. Pick out yeah. One. And if, but I said if Serato was in front of me, I was like, oh, yeah, that joint right there. That, yeah, yeah, that joint yeah. right there. So it'd be, it wouldn't be an issue to pick it at all. Not to derail us, though. Let's get back to Beyonce. <laughs> Beehive, stand up. I see y'all out there. Uh, Grammys. <laughs> that that was a big night, and uh, she she did bring home a couple, right? Uh, yeah. I saw an acceptance speech or two. I didn't get to watch the show, but I caught a couple of the recaps. She didn't bring home the one. She didn't bring home the big the one, one, though. You know what I mean? She fell off like the Falcons did in the fourth quarter. <laughs> <laughs> Where you at, B? Come on. Nah, nah. I, I think, um, and I and I will definitely take whatever shots I'm going to get for this one, but I, I heard Adele's album, and I had not given Lemonade the full listen yet just because the, the music video depressed me halfway through it. Um, cause it's about I don't know. I felt like you you taking shots at my hero, <laughs> Jay Z. I ain't like that, so uh, I, I couldn't get through it. But I do want to listen to the album and give it a full listen before I would sit here and ever try to compare the two. Um, You're about to compare the two. I'm not gonna compare the two. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Adele's album. Adele's album for what it is. If you you know I mean listen to that type of thing is a pretty good album. So I can't sit here and be like oh they put a trash album up there. I just can't say that it was better or worse than Beyonce's. Um. At the end of the day, though, she there was a segment. I'll let Nisha probably explain this a little bit better. Uh, there was a point where Adele won an award, and then what did she do with the acceptance speech? Nisha? Uh, pretty much. What was what, the award? Sorry, what was the, the award? The award was for album, best album of the year. Okay. Um, and pretty much what happened was Adele won. Adele won. <laughs> Adele, uh... Adele won, and um, she went up there and gave her speech and shouted out Beyonce and. Not only did she shout out Beyonce, she pretty much said that Beyonce should have won. Why does Jay? Did you see Jay Z's face when that happened? Like he looked like he was in pain. Like don't do it. <laughs> don't say us. Don't put the camera on us. <laughs> like he knew it was happening before it even happened. Like, Jay Z hates like if he's not performing songs, he hates the camera being on him. I don't know yeah. if you remember that fight. Um, what was the last big fight? Mayweather Pacquiao. Mayweather Pacquiao. He was, I'm in, about he to was say in the, in the crowd, elevator, sitting with the um. <laughs> the elevator. <laughs> 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 I was the biggest fight of his life. <laughs> Yo, on the load, <laughs> Jay-Z had some fights on camera. Remember that Yo, um, backstage? He snuck the chicks. He snuck the chicks. 
Yo. never saw somebody get yo. yo. But I'm saying, but during that Pacquiao fight, um, Jay-Z sitting at the biggest fighting event of our generation with celebrities near the front row. <laughs> Cameras in his face. He's like, "All right, buddy, just get out of here." He, he literally said something. All right, buddy, that's how you know. I yeah. gave you thirty seconds. Yeah. <laughs> he literally said that. But yeah, uh, <laughs> what were you talking about? Just uh, his face. His face when Adele made the uh, the comment about uh, Beyonce. Yeah, you don't want all that attention, yeah. man. I feel because like, they didn't win. You know, yeah. like, oh, damn, I lost. And now you put the cameras on yeah, me. Like, I feel thanks, Adele. Gracious of Adele, but you know, <laughs> unfortunately, it is what it is, man. I mean, how do you guys even feel about the fact that she? I mean, she. Shouted out Beyonce. Then she said, "You know, Beyonce, thank you. You, you've allowed my black friends Uh-oh. to feel more. <laughs> oh, we're using, we're using, we're using the black. black. You, you, <laughs> you, you allow my black friends to to feel more comfortable with being themselves or something like that. I wanna let me pull up the uh, specific wording. I don't want. Um, does Adele have a hive? Uh, Adele got something out there. She's selling a lot of albums. <laughs> I don't know if it's a hive, a, a queendom, whatever you call it, but it's it's moving units out there. I'm on the site right now. It looks like Playboy is the chairman, <laughs> CEO of, the, of the Del Hive, <laughs> the Deli Hive, the Deli, <laughs> the Deli. <laughs> I'm trying to think what she say. Uh, I didn't, oh yeah, we oh, got the quote. Uh, the way that you make me and my friends feel, the way that you make my black friends feel, is empowering. Mm. And and that was a a, a a moment right there, right? That was the exclamation point, like yeah. gasp. I mean, yeah. Do you? I mean, the big thing was, do you think she could have reworded that to make it a bigger moment? You mean like make it more more grand? I think I feel like that was a grand statement. You mean like make it less bigger or more? Or more? Yeah, because the thing about it was a lot of people were talking and saying that, you know, maybe she could have worded it and stood up for black women. As instead of uh, saying saying, these, my friends, and and then slash my black friends. uh, Yeah, (laughs) instead of her saying, you know what, you make me feel more empowered and you make, um, I don't know, you make me want to empower black women. You know, like, it could it been, could it have been reworded differently? You know what I'm saying? I, I think number one, she's not from this country, and that's I'm not saying people who are not from this country can't have racist comments. I think, but I've also heard people not from this country try to discuss race, and it comes across kind of weird sometimes because they're not looking at it the way we're looking at. It. They're using a term that might be like, oh, you can't use that here, but then for them, that's just how they refer to things. Um, I don't necess- from her comments. I don't think she was trying to be funny. I don't think she was trying to insult. But Man. maybe I am the the CEO of the fan club. But like uh, the Delhi, <laughs> but oh. the Delhi. I just I, I think that she just worded it, and it wasn't necessary. I don't think she had to say it. I think she could have just left it at the friends uh, comment. I think she maybe really wanted to tell you that she had black friends, or really wanted to point that yo, I like that album, and the chick next to me liked that album, but. Yeah. Homegirl over there, like that I wrote with, she really liked the album and it might have spoke something to her. Takia? Takisha? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. Meredith loved it, but Takisha? <laughs> Takisha drinks lemonade. Yeah. You know what I mean? Usually Takisha just carries mm-hmm. the weed. But yeah, she, she got the, the lemonade CD and everything. Yeah, but I, I think um, what people don't understand too is that, I mean, yeah, you see these artists on TV, right? But they're human. And I think when you weren't expecting to receive something of that magnitude, you know, and you you didn't you weren't expecting it's just like you're in front of all these people. You're mm-hmm. saying how you feel. I mean, she didn't 
I don't think she rehearsed it. She wasn't you know, so it's like, yeah, okay. It. She said how she felt. No, I feel as though no matter what Dell would have said, it still would have been picked apart. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it. No matter what she said and how she worded it, we people would still feel away. You know what I'm saying? And this is what we were talking about earlier with social media, especially mm-hmm. like just always wanting to uh, be on the opposing side of something, you know what I mean? Or feeling some type of way. Like no matter what, the beehive was coming no matter what anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cause they didn't, the fact didn't that happen. Beyonce lost was, was alone. It, that was going to, you know, maybe she put knew that too. Because when you look at the statement, I feel like this was like preempting all that backlash she was going to get. Because when I listen to the statement, I'm thinking like, wow, that sounds like a statement somebody would give after they got the backlash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And me, I personally think Adele's statement was genius as far as recognizing people's struggle. But not just that, because because when white people try to I say, oh, well, I could see your struggle. Yeah, I, I read on the letters from the Birmingham jail, I know. <laughs> <laughs> right? they, they just wanted to say, yeah, I acknowledge your struggle. But she also acknowledged what made... Black people feel good, not just any black people, her friends to yeah. be tuned into the, to what they're feeling. So I, I personally feel really good about what Adele said. Furthermore, I didn't really give Adele's album a good listen. Um, I heard a little bit more of Lemonade. I didn't even give that a good listen. Yeah, me too. Um, but I know from Adele's past work, she's a really good performer. So, I mean, if you're going to lose to somebody, it better be Adele. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah what that's saying? true, yeah. Was um, it uh, was, was the chain smokers or something like that? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but she, um, uh, Adele did receive Song of the Year, right? If did, I'm not tripping. You, well, hello. I, yeah, Hello was a big record. Oh yeah. Was, I mean, her coming back I, and just everything about that record was uh hard to me. I mean, I listened to Beyonce. I listened to Lemonade. It wasn't personally. It wasn't my favorite work of Beyonce's, but at the same time too, I just appreciated her unveiling a piece of herself that we really don't get to see. Mm-hmm. In which, you know, Adele mentioned, but at the same time I'm just like, man. And they were joking too. They were like, yo, Ho should get writing credits. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think my beef with it is like, yo, if you win an award, don't bring attention to the people who didn't win the award. Like, I think it's classier yeah. To, yeah. to, like, yeah, I feel like, you know what I mean? Like, not that Beyonce's going to sit there and cry over yeah. that award, but, like, I, I feel like it's, I know what you're trying to do, but yeah. I think at the end of the day, maybe that would have been received privately bet, a little bit better. Nah, than, I'm saying, you know what? I I respect it just because, I mean, don't get me wrong, Lemonade just wasn't for black women it was also for women in general mm-hmm. so for i think i think it was pretty dope of adele to bigger up you know just because from woman to woman it's like yo like forget all that you know what i mean on the b- biggest platform i'm gonna let you know you know what i'm saying black woman or not like yo you you deserve this joint too on some g like if not you'd actually do deserve it and if you're adele's people you know what's coming after you if you want over beyonce yeah. you know what i'm saying you know Man. so you have you almost have to address and i think that's yeah when people address race a lot of the times um, sometimes um, they feel like race has something to do with this, or at least people feel that way. And let me get ahead of this thing before people yeah. jump on me. And I think I don't think Adele did it purely for that reason. Nah. She knew the racial element. She was knew the pop- racial yeah. element, yeah. even if what she said was true and sincere. She knew that I, I'm better off saying this thing that I'm feeling. Whereas in most circumstances, you wouldn't say anything like that. You'd be like, "Thank you." Uh, you know, I want to get some great people. You wouldn't single anybody out. Yeah. But she's like, I know the Beehive is coming for... Because she, she totally shitted on the other competition, too. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. No shout out, no nothing. Yeah, because there, there was no other competition. Yeah, I mean, you exactly. know, and uh, 
you know, that brings me to um, a point, too, where we were talking about uh, just uh, artists having that power, that power, like, understanding the power of, of that um, that stardom or whatever you want to call it, being a star, you know, and if you're on a platform, utilize that power, utilize that time to be powerful, you know what I'm saying? As in the As opposed speech, to, yeah, okay. and, and this goes to even, you know, um, artists showing up, mm-hmm. you know, going to the Grammys or going here, going there, showing up to these rallies, how like Cole be doing, you know, on the low, not just to go, you know, to take pictures and show that he's there, because most of the time I never see him taking the pictures of him being exactly, there. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, just to wrap it back around, but utilizing these moments to be powerful, you know? And I think uh, I think that's really what, what Adele definitely did. Well, you got me calling how, how Adele. Y- <laughs> <laughs> how y'all feel about when Macklemore did it, though? I think maybe a year or two years before that with Kendrick, when it, Ken, he, he shout out Kendrick, yeah. I believe, in his acceptance speech. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's when uh, hip-hop, yeah. Yeah, because he knew it was, he wasn't supposed to win that, you know what I mean? Yeah. And sometimes, to Nisha's point, you might not think you're winning that award. You really yeah. was like, Yo, I'm going it up against Beyonce. I'm running up against Kendrick. I'm I'm LeBron. I'm down 3-1 to the, the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. So when you win that award, it's not – you win that title, LeBron is crying. LeBron yeah. is emotional. You know what I mean? He, he, if he could have done it over, he might have did it differently the way he accepted that uh, the trophy. So it's like the emotion does become a part of it. It's just – there's always going to be that racial element. We live in America. There was yep. slavery for a long time here. There was the civil rights era. Race is going to come up in, in – Things if you wanted to, and 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 you know what I mean. Uh, if you let it be an issue in your life, but it's more so. Does it have to be in everything though? Like you know what I mean. Does everything have to be? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like it though. I know it does. It does feel like that. Um. Well, so I guess Nisha would be the. Did you listen to the Lemonade album? Oh, that's what I said earlier. I didn't fully listen to it like that. Yeah. I mean, the joints I did here. I thought it was okay. Like I said, it was definitely different from what she did before. Mm-hmm. I just respected the fact that her unveiling herself. That yeah, was yeah. that was my biggest thing. You know the, what I'm saying? The, from what I the general message of the album was there's some type of infidelity going on and, yeah, yeah, and yeah, at yeah. the end she goes back to with, being, with being with him. Hope. I mean mm-hmm. How do you feel about that as a message to I, I won't even make the race element to just females nowadays of uh, I don't know how I got to word this carefully. I, no, <laughs> I guess I, I guess a mistake saying. being made and forgiving that mistake, or do you take the uh, what's the we'll be a, we'll be the opposite artist to this, the Mary J. Blige in uh, Waiting to Exhale soundtrack. Angela Bassett burning cars in the video. And, and well, you gotta remember Beyonce's Beyonce, so you know she could have burnt a car to him. We don't know, true. you know what I'm saying? So uh, <laughs> you know there there could have been some situations, but I think the message. I think one of the the message could be taken different ways though, because mm-hmm. you know you can take it where um, I got from the album, and this is honestly this is after the whole Grammys thing. It's like I finally get it because I never really understood why she called it Lemonade, and it's like she was in a bad position. My interpretation, she was in a bad position, um, and, and yeah, she made Lemonade out of Lemonade. And I, I yo, it, I may sound wild, slow to all y'all. <laughs> Keith is looking at me like. <laughs> Keith is looking at me. I think Ritz put her head down over here. I didn't eat. Yo, I honestly didn't get it because I didn't think about it. You know what I'm saying? But honestly thinking about it, I'm just like, wow, you know what? I like how that's powerful. That message is powerful in itself. You know, like mm-hmm. you, you're going to go through these things with whoever you're with. And I get that, you know, but it's like, what you going to do? Mm-hmm. No, it's true. And it, but is it a true? Is it true? Like that they left that up to mystery, right? There's no. Yeah, I mean, and that's you know, the thing, too. Yeah. 
no one knows you don't her. never hear her speak about it. Yeah. Nobody's going to ask her these things. And, you know, we all just assume. And that's how their relationship has always been. And, you know. Because I feel like the Mar- I didn't I didn't know about this before it happened. I, I actually had the free preview to HBO that weekend that mm-hmm. the video came out. So it seemed to me, based on the backlash that Rachel Roy got, that people in advance knew what this was about. Um, mm-hmm. And I didn't hear Beyonce do any press about it, so I don't know if you just had to be really into the Beyonce movement to know that that was, album was coming and what the theme of it was going to be. Um, but I, I'm more so, I, I didn't know the marketing campaign of it. I didn't know how people like really were going to accept it when, it when it came out. So when it did, I didn't know. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what it, I didn't watch it. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know what the thing was. Um, and then I got the vibe of it later and blah, blah, blah. But I think it's, it's cool to the fact that like you said, she's never done an interview on it. Jay Z's not going to talk about it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it, it it could just be a marketing employee. It could have just been like, yeah. yo, this elevator thing happened. This happened. Yeah, that room was going on when we were on tour. And they could have just not used make it. The most yeah. out of it. They yeah. could have like, used it to their advantage. That was their lemons. And at the end of the day, too. Yeah, at the end of the day, there's always that open market mm-hmm. with music. You know that the Mary creative. J and that Keisha Cole lane, where you know, Lakeisha is just like. Fuck everybody, you know what I mean? So, I mean, I think Beyonce definitely utilized that, you know, like, to her advantage, you know? And and you had asked about, like, the message, like, what what it means. I think think, um, Beyonce, I'm not sure if she's ever labeled herself a feminist, but her music definitely has that overarching thing of feminism. All, as a solo artist, she's always had it. And I guess even... And Destiny's Child, you know, um, the independent woman, independent woman and all this stuff, just different ways of expressing feminism and and your power as a woman, especially as it pertains to relationships. And um, I think this is just another form of feminism that a woman could be strong and be resentful and have her feelings and and all these things and be like, you know what, I'm going to make this relationship work. And it's also a, a showing of where she is in life or her maturity where someone in their 20s may be quicker to say, no, I'm going to leave. I can't have someone cheating cheating on me. And this is not saying that you're laying down for anyone um, as a a woman, and this is me mansplaining, but it is not to say that you're laying down for anyone if you get back with the guy who cheated on you. It's more so to say that I'm making this choice because I have the power to make a choice, and I don't have to abide by it. Stick around. I don't have to leave or, or stick around just because someone is telling me to do so. Yeah, the choice the choice is in you and even how you said too, she never said that she was a feminist. I mean she never says anything really, right. you know, but um pardon me, Beehive. I'm Shout not saying that Beehive. she don't she don't <laughs> just say anything. But I mean, you know, as far as um leaning on whatever side, even in her clothing, um, that was a big discussion as well too, with her being a goddess. Um they what she wore for the Grammys? the Grammys, yeah, everyone was coming at her head, um, saying that um, I didn't see the performance honestly. I had, I was looking for it, but with her, I guess there were people kneeling down to her. Yeah, I saw a meme. On, on, I only saw it for a meme. Yeah, I didn't see the actual I, performance. Either way, I didn't take that as her. What at, is it, they're saying that she has like a god complex? Yeah, uh, I mean, something like that. Or, even, I didn't. I didn't get that. You know why I clicked on that picture when I first seen it? I thought it was Aaliyah in uh, Queen of the Dam. <laughs> when yeah, I see she's wearing an outfit like yeah, that. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. It, when I first seen that picture and I clicked on it on my, I had my Kindle or whatever, and I clicked on it to open the article, I was like, oh, did somebody showing love to Aaliyah? They must have did a, like a Grammy tribute. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, well, all right, well, let's be honest. I was mad. Yeah. But it was like, uh, I didn't see any issue with Alpha, but like, I don't pay attention to the nonsense that people, like, everyone's going to find something to complain yeah, that's about. What, that's what, <laughs> that is the, the, so, Social media gives gives everyone that that uh, that outlet to, to do so whenever they they want to mm-hmm. you know yeah before social media like if i felt a way about something 
Like, you know, you watch the Grammys at 9.30 p.m. on a Sunday. I'm like, yo, I can't wait till about 10 o'clock when Playboy wake up so I can tell him about it. So I get to, (laughs) my my, my feelings get processed versus now you could literally go on immediately, literally two seconds later and say some crazy shit online to millions of people all Mm -hmm. at once. So I think that's what's what's going on. I mean, that part of it sucks that people don't, aren't in the habit of processing and thinking about stuff anymore. They can make an issue about anything. So when you you know you ask about it, could, should race be injected into everything? Absolutely not. Though race is part of a lot of stuff, but I think when people in this day and age, when people are are thinking about race and it's on the top of your mind, that when something happens and you can react to it quickly, but oh snap, that's racist. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's what's going on, just a quick reaction instead of processing it. You brought up a good point earlier too with the message of the album. Uh, we're a very divorce happy culture where people are quick to go to that. And I like the fact that they didn't. They, that actually set, sends a good message of marriage, uh, the strength in marriage that people should, right. you know what I mean, try at least try to work things out. Whatever the issue may be, it might not necessarily be infidelity, but you know what I mean? We have to train ourselves as a culture. And I'm not the most marriage, like pro-marriage person. Like, you know, do what you want to do for every, everybody's individual relationship. But um, if you're going to get married, I feel give it a certain type of respect. Um, yeah. Let's try to make this commitment thing work. Let's try to make it happen. And I, I like that you brought that up. Maybe because you're getting married, you know, this type of stuff you're, you're thinking about. But I like that. We want prenup. We want prenup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, each is all like you said. I'm not going to speak to, uh, I'm not going to speak on that. <laughs> <laughs> still, trying, still trying to figure all that type of action out. But, uh, yeah, man, I mean, you know. Now we out here, man. Shout out to the Beehive. I uh, hope we were able to entertain Buzz. y'all. <laughs> we see y'all out there stand up, man. And uh, shout out to us. You know what I mean? We got it in the can. We just knocked out the what is it? The be- the Beyonce episode. Uh, <laughs> no, it got it got to be the Beehive versus the Deli. Beehive <laughs> versus the Deli. <laughs> and shout out to everybody out there listening. Uh, check Niche out on. Tell them your Instagram, your Twitter. Oh yeah, yeah. Check me out on Insta. Uh, at A Y O N I S H A O Niche. That's the Instagram as well as the Twitter. Snapchat, uh, P O W A Y O N I S H, pal. A O Niche. It's me. Ha! Uh, DJ Playboy on Twitter. Plicka P Z P L I C C A P E E Z Y on Instagram. If you want to see pictures of my daughter, because that's not, that's pretty much all I'm posting. <laughs> and other than that, uh, well, Keith, you got anything you want to promote, man? This Keith. I'm not on social media. Shouts to you. I don't got an Instagram. <laughs> all right, Hope. You, can tell, you know, you know he get, you know he getting married. <laughs> Somebody shut down all forms of social media. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I shut down my Instagram right after I started dating. <laughs> I make this last. <laughs> You're like my my name is Keith. Uh, check me out on MySpace. <laughs> I'm like Avon Boxdale when it comes to marriage, kid. <laughs> Keep it low. Key. I'm learning, man. I don't use the same phone twice. <laughs> but yo, shout out to everybody out there, man. Check us out, Perfect Talk Pod on Twitter, Perfect Talk Radio. Um, and we gonna keep it coming at y'all, man. Make sure you check us out each and every week. We got the podcast going. It's DJ Playboy, Miss Perfect Touch, and Keith, man. Say, say out. We out to the people. Yeah. Peace. Yep. Keith did it. <laughs>